Rye. Welcome back to another episode of Coffee, Contracts, and Cocktails, where we put the real into relationships and the relationships back into real estate. We are your hosts, Corey, Jess, and Pat. Uh, so this week we uh, left off last week. Uh, we finished kind of, I say finished up with buyers. We wrapped up like the beginning part of the buyers, and now we're just going to go over the very beginning parts of um, transaction for sellers. Like what, what do you do? Um, <clears throat> so Jess and I are uh, the listing specialists, <laughs> so to speak on our team. So Corey has background in staging, which is an awesome, awesome um, thing for him to have a nice little tool in our belt um, as a brand, um, which has been super, Awesome. So um, really just what the first thing that you and I do would be if anybody reaches out, seller's consultation, which what takes how long? 45 minutes to an hour, depending on how many questions they have and the type of personality they are. Um, mm -hmm. Some people like to know like what the process is going to look like effectively start to finish like right at the beginning and some people are like no let's just talk about like what we need to do to get started and like what showings are going to look like and we'll talk about the rest later so just kind of depends got it yep spot on and something that we like to do uh from the get-go is you know yes you can take us around your house we know exactly what a house looks like by now um you know, we've been in a couple hundred of them. So, you know, however, we, the purpose of you taking us through your home is to highlight key features. I don't, we don't need you to be like, well, and here's the master bathroom. Um, this is the dining room. It's like, point out the key features like, hey, I had the HVAC installed in, you know, 2020 um just redid this all of this has been done these carpets that you're standing on i just cleaned these professionally uh like 72 hours ago so don't get your muddy feet all over my carpet that's sort of stuff that's important um and not saying that like you know your freshly painted cabinets aren't important but you know <laughs> It's not like a major upgrade. So that's what I would say is give us your updates first. That's what we look for. So what would be some things that people are going to ask um, when they are looking at selling a house and they're talking to an agent? What are a maybe one to three things that you guys, that we get asked in general that are pretty popular? Ooh, How much can I get for my house? Time. And what's it going to yeah. cost me? <laughs> mm -hmm. Like without fail, mm -hmm. that's it. That's and, all anybody actually cares about. <laughs> and what I, so stuff that people are asking more often now, which is really super nice, at least our clients, because they watch the videos, they listen to the podcast, they're educated. All right, what do we need to do? Which is yeah. a super great question because 90, I will say, six percent of the time people need to do something to their house something needs to be done and it's just it's a matter of whether they have the time to do it or not mm -hmm. what it boils down to um so those are 
Those would be the three things. It would be the top three questions that people ask. Does that answer your question, Corey? Yeah, I think I think that does for sure. <laughs> um, for example, okay, so I just um, if you follow me on Facebook, you know that I just got my house, my own personal house under contract. So I went through this stuff with Jess and with Corey and with the home stager before I put my house up on the market. Um, also utilized uh, my dad, who's been in real estate for, God, what, 30-ish years. So had them come in and tell me, point out everything that I needed to do. Like I had a list, but I'm like, okay, what, what am I missing? Here's my list. What am I missing? Um, and um, at this point, the stager comes into play because the house was vacant. Um, and then photography came into play, which is um, in Jess's wheelhouse. And then, yeah. So that's that was the beginning stages from a seller's point of view, which was nice because I've never sold a house before. So this is very enlightening, very, very enlightening. Um, take it for what you will. Everyone's different because if you're living in your home, obviously your home's not gonna be vacant. So not that you need a ton of staging, but in the same breath, a staging consultation is not always the worst thing, which yeah. I was going to say, I think that just circles back to getting con consult with any professionals that you may need to, um, whether it's a real estate professional, a stager professional, um, whatever it is that you have going on, talking to somebody is always going to benefit you. So, yeah, <clears throat> I would agree 10,000%. And, you know, uh, is a, another question that we get from folks, if you have like a, if you're on the selling end and you have a vacant home, people are like, oh, is it worth it to stage? Absolutely. 100% without a doubt, it looks a thousand percent better staged than it does not staged. And that being said, you need to not pay up for the stager, but there are stagers who have ugly staging, who use the same furniture for a 1950s house that they do for a, you know, 2006 home, you know, for years built. It doesn't always fit. Like St. Louis is so eclectic that you need a stager who has a lot of different stuff that they can pull and bring into things to make it feel and give off that warm, fuzzy vibe. So Yeah, I think that goes to um, two different dynamics, which just real quick is the look of it, like you said, what it does to make, how it makes the house look, which is important because of pictures, professional photography, that sort of thing coming on. That's that first impression before somebody even gets to your house. But then also when they're walking through the home, it gives people general ideas of that way, not everyone's a really good visualizer. So it's giving them ideas of like, hey, this works as an office really well, or this actually looks really big because there's a chair and a couch and a table and this and this. So I think it just helps put things together in potential buyers' minds for sure. Um, so if with selling, people are going to ask, how much can I get for it? And what do you charge? What would be kind of where you would go from there? 
Uh, Jess, I'll let you take the reins on that one. Uh, it's fine. Um, typically, I like to be a little bit vague when people ask those questions, not because I'm trying to not answer them, but because it's such a, a broad question to answer. There is no like guaranteed pinpoint easy answer. Um, so I prefer to talk about it in person just because it's easier than over email or text or what have you. Um, but in terms of telling someone what we can sell it for, we we have to see the house first and then we have to run it against comparables to see what's happened in the area, to see what your house looks like compared to what other houses that have sold have done. Um, and then we usually like to give a range. We kind of say like if we list here we're kind of at the top of the price point not that you can't get it but you know who knows um bottom range is like this is like the lowest possible price you should list it for without completely underpricing yourself and then you know you can pick somewhere in the middle um and we have that discussion about why we think that why each option is an option what would set you up for the most success and that's all dependent on what a seller's goals are uh, which we typically already know and have talked about by the time we're talking about actual pricing. Um, and then how much it's going to cost them is a commission discussion that we have a lot of documentation and marketing materials for as well. And we just provide them with all of their options, explain what their options get them and let them decide how much it's going to cost them. <laughs> commission packages. Yeah, I, I think that's one of the biggest highlights right there for us i would say people get to people get to choose people get to choose what they want to pay um i don't our commissions have uh come pre-negotiated so we've done the negotiating for you we have given you different things and you can do i say do different things a la carte and it you know, changes the commission just a little bit if you want to do something versus not, or you want to do a hybrid option, that's fine. We can figure it out. That's no big deal. Um, yet we would like to give consumers the option of choosing their commission as opposed to just saying, oh, well, it's X percent. I think that correlates to really any other profession when you look at it even when you look at something similar like home staging like it's according to the house and what's going into the house or i mean heck if you call an electrician or a plumber it's like okay well what's the job like what am i doing i'm not just going to say this is the for sure 100 what you're going to get charged because i my services may differ you may not need me as much in this area but more in this area so i think it's definitely the best way to do it but I don't think that there's a right or wrong way to do it. I think the philosophy that we had whenever we made the commission packages was that <clears throat> um, a lot of people kept asking, what are we getting? Like, what are you doing for, for example, what are you doing for 6%? Like, well, half of that goes to the buyer's agent. They're like, okay, well, what are you doing that's worth the other 3%. It's like, well, now we lay it out so that if you want different things, you get to choose. And now you get to see how much those items are costing to upgrade to them, to do all this other stuff. Um, like, okay, if you're wanting the cool drone and, you know, the 
hoopla, all the bells and whistles. It's like, well, that stuff's not cheap. Like photography is one thing, but if you're wanting, you know, the high-end production luxury <laughs> video for your home, like that's not cheap. And you kind of have, to, somebody has to pay for it. And it, you know, at some point, He's got to get, he's got to get, it's just your levels, your, your ice cream, and then your cherries and icing and toppings and all that stuff on there. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, So yeah, after, after the talks and it's um, really the items that people need to have fixed. And I've, I found this to be true with a lot of people. It's a lot of touch-ups and I'll tell you, it sucks. It flat out sucks to repaint rooms. And I get it. People are, people are busy, but you would be shocked how much paint makes a difference in homes. Um, and, and just a fresh coat of paint um, and all that stuff. So um, from there, we'll kind of wrap this up with um, put a bow on it and just say, you know, Hey, after we have the consultation, you know, then we'll let you know what price is. And then we, you know, come back and go over a plan of attack, which we can tackle next week. Yeah. Next week, I think we're going to do the part two finish up from now. We're about to get your house on the market. What are the last few things we're going to do? And then getting you, getting you out into uh, your other new dream home so a show a show all right yeah, cool. yeah. well on uh, on behalf of the team of uh, Corey, jess and myself we thank you so much for tuning in we will catch up with you guys next week be safe and have a great week. bye, bye. bye.